Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In this video, I'm going to be going through my top 30 wide receivers for week 14 of the NFL season. So just this one specific week and let's just get right into it. Starting off here at number one, I have Cooper Cup. Pretty much consensus every single week. He has clearly been the best fantasy wide receiver. I don't see why anything changes here with his matchup on Monday night. Number two, also pretty consensus, Devontae Adams, kind of the clear-cut guy behind Cooper Cup so far. I think that continues on Sunday night. Both of those guys in the primetime games, Cooper Cup on Monday, Devontae Adams on Sunday. And then a third guy playing on Thursday night, Justin Jefferson. The man just continues to ball out, and Adam Thielen is going to be missing this game. So we'll really kind of see how Justin Jefferson operates as really only like the clear top target who is healthy. I really have no concerns there though. I think if anything, he just turns into a target monster. At number four, I have Debo Samuel, and he may not be playing this week. Still up in the air. He has yet to practice, but uh, Shanahan came out and said he's hopeful that he does return to practice today here on Thursday. So we'll see how that goes. Obviously, if he doesn't play, just kind of move everybody up a slot. Maybe Brandon Ayuk moves up a few slots, but that didn't really go well last week. And number five, I have Deontay Johnson, just continues to ball out. The amount of targets this man receives is really crazy. I think he has like at least five or more games with 13 targets. That is wild. He is incredibly consistent, has a very safe floor with all that volume, and is showing some touchdown upside as well. Another kind of similar mold here is Keenan Allen at number six, and he is on the COVID list. So he tested positive for COVID but he is vaccinated, so he still could play on Sunday. If he plays on Sunday, that would indicate you know he has no symptoms. Basically, it wouldn't hit him hard at all. And so I think he'd slot right in here at number six. If he's not good to go Sunday, then obviously just move him out and move Mike Williams up a few spots. Number seven, I have Tyreek Hill. This may seem low. He probably is one of the highest ceilings of any player. The Chiefs offense has just not been consistent. And he just doesn't have the safety of a guy like Deontay Johnson or Keenan Allen. At number eight, I have Stephon Diggs. He's also someone that I think could be ranked higher. This is a fairly solid matchup against the Bucks. That secondary does not scare me at all. And I would not be surprised if Stephon Diggs has a big game. Number nine, I have CeeDee Lamb. He's going to fall in this like mid to bottom end wide receiver one range rest of season. A very, very nice play. Then at 10 and 11, I have back-to-back -back Buccaneers wide receivers. Mike Evans here at number 10, Chris Godwin at 11. The reason why I have Mike Evans one spot ahead of Godwin is really just this Bills defense. The Bills do a great job of taking away the middle of the field, and that is more so where Chris Godwin kind of lives compared to Mike Evans, who's going to be more out wide. Godwin does get a lot more work out of the slot, but still, both of them top options. Chris Godwin coming off setting the Buccaneers franchise record for receptions. A guy who's kind of fallen off a little bit here, Jamar Chase at number 12. I still think he's a very solid top weekly play. He just needs to start connecting on those big plays like he did earlier in the season. Marquise Brown also kind of scuffling as of late. A lot of that has to do with Lamar Jackson just not producing to the same level he was early in the season. I expect both of those players to bounce back. Up next at number 14, it is Hunter Renfro. And if I told myself that in week 14 of the NFL season, I would be ranking Hunter Renfro 
as like a borderline wide receiver one. I would have told myself I was crazy, but the man just keeps on producing. Very safe with his overall target share. And has put together some pretty solid games, you know, big time performances, 20 plus points. So he's a very solid high-end wide receiver too. After him, I have T. Higgins, who is really starting to break out. It really was just a matter of time before he had, you know, some monster performances. Was just getting really unlucky in terms of the touchdown luck. Some of that kind of went in his favor. And then last two weeks, absolutely balling. Number 16, I have DeAndre Hopkins. I still have concerns with his overall volume, but he's obviously a top-tier wide receiver and is going to continue to produce on one of the best offenses in the NFL. At 17 and 18, I have back-to-back Seattle Seahawks, DK Metcalf at 17, Tyler Lockett at 18. Not fully bought into that offense. You know, just yet, they did have a much better game in week 13. We'll see how this week goes. If they ball out against the Texans, then I could easily see Metcalf probably moving up towards a borderline wide receiver one. Tyler Lockett can move up there as well, depending on how this game goes. At number 20, I have at DJ Moore, and he's down here not because of his own ability, just because of the issue at the quarterback position for the Panthers. We don't know how Cam Newton's going to look. Plus, I think they're going to go to a more run-heavy approach, which obviously is not going to benefit the pass catchers. Then I've got Amari Cooper at 21. Just kind of want to see him have a solid game back from COVID. We know he was limited in week 13. Let's see him, you know, play the full set of snaps and see how he looks before he gets moved up any higher. Then Elijah Moore comes in here at 22. He did actually miss practice on Wednesday with a quad. So just something to monitor. If he's unable to go, then I would just be not interested in any of these Jets weapons, quarterback, tight end, running back, or wide receiver. I would just be fading all of them. I talked about his teammate earlier. Mike Williams comes in here at number 23. He is also currently not with the team because he was a close contact to Keenan Allen. And I believe I saw a report that he is unvaccinated. So if he tests positive, he'd be out for the next two games, but he has not tested positive yet. They just sent him home. If he tests negative, he'll be good to go and will be a really solid play if Keenan Allen is out. At 24, I have Jarvis Landry. I've really been fading him all season long, but this is a prime matchup against the Ravens. Just absolutely beat down secondary. And we just saw him put up monster numbers against that same defense two weeks ago before their bye. At 25, I have Odell Beckham, and you can find his teammate Van Jefferson here at 29. Pretty close together. I just have a little bit more confidence in Odell Beckham because when he's healthy, I do believe he's going to be operating as the wide receiver two with Van Jefferson as the wide receiver three. If we see any kind of negative reports about OBJ's health, then we could definitely kind of flip these guys. But right now, I'd be favoring OBJ. At 26, I have Russell Gage. Really just been producing the last like five weeks, but two monster games in week 13 and week 12. Then I've got the two Brandons back-to-back, 27 and 28. Brandon Cook's here at 27. The floor is just not really there because this Texans team just doesn't have a floor offensively but we know he's going to get the wide receiver one looks. It's just kind of a matter of can he get into the end zone and can he overcome the terrible play around him. Brandon Ayuk at 28. I was very disappointed with his performance in week 13, but still someone who's like a mid-tier wide receiver three. I already talked about being Jefferson. To finish up the list here at number 30, it's going to be Julio Jones, who was designated for a return off of IR. 
So that does not mean he is going to be playing on Sunday, but he did practice at least in a limited capacity on Wednesday. So we'll see if he is good to go come Sunday. If he is, I think he's like a mid-tier wide receiver three. I was really off on Julio in the offseason. I thought he was going to do much better. Obviously, he's dealt with injuries when he was out there. He was not super effective. We will see him operate as the wide receiver one with no A.J. Brown. So I'm kind of interested. And just for this overall Titans offense, just to get at least one decent wide receiver on this team, I feel like would make a huge difference. But that is going to wrap it up for my top 30 wide receivers for week 14 of the NFL season. Go check out my other rankings, running backs, quarterbacks, and tight ends. Those are all going to be posted today. Thank you guys so much for stopping by, and I'll see you in the next one.